0: Welcome to another episode of the Motivation Burrito. I am your host, Melissa, and to be honest, I am having a day, a week, a month, all of it. Um, It's been rough, let's just put it that way. And I'm sharing this because, again, one of the things that I had set as an intention for this podcast is to be open and honest with my audience and open and honest with my listeners and that is something that is a value not only for me but it's a value for the podcast like it is in the podcast brand that honesty and self-expression is what we do here and so whether I'm having a good day, a bad day, um, a crazy day, an exciting day, like I'm here to share it all with you because I'm here to share my experiences because I want you to know you're not alone. So again, this is a safe space for me and you to come together to make connections to have conversations and I actually posted this on Instagram today because there were a lot of emotions coming up and a lot of things that just kind of hit me all at once and I'll explain in a few minutes but my intention was to start posting and being more active on social media um mainly Instagram because that's where like you know it's the easiest with hashtags and all of that so I had posted about Girl Meets World and the Bay Window. And if you remember a couple of episodes ago, I talked about some of my favorite couples and their love story. And I had talked about Girl Meets World and that episode with the ski lodge where she made a connection with somebody new. But the Bay Window was the symbol of a safe space. And it was where the characters could talk about their deepest secrets, their emotions, their thoughts, their worries. It held memories. It held tears. It held epiphanies and revelation. It held growth and expansion. Like you literally watched the characters just evolve and become deeper and find themselves through the bay window. And so I came to the realization that those are the connections and that's the feeling that I want people to have when they talk to me, when they have a conversation with me, I want them to feel like we're just two people sitting at a bay window and having a conversation and talking about our days and talking about what stressed us out and who made us feel like shit and all the things that we need so that is eventually or that is ultimately the feeling that I want to bring when I do this podcast and and with every episode I just want to feel like you're with me at a bay window and we're just talking and either I'm listening to you or I'm giving you advice like whatever like you but at the end of the day you walk out with exactly what you need and that's my goal. So I want to get into a little bit of what happened yesterday. And excuse me, I just took a sip of water and spilled it everywhere. Um, so yesterday, well, let's start with a couple of weeks ago. So a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> You know, I'm, I'm trying to post more frequently on Instagram and grow my audience and grow my followers and use hashtags like podcast and podcasters and all those fun things just to kind of draw in the attention. And I saw a notification that a duo of podcasters stumbled upon my page somehow and decided to follow me which I thought was awesome. So I checked out their podcast. Thanks, computer, for being a dick. Um, I checked out their podcast, and it was actually pretty awesome. Like, I totally liked their vibe. I liked their energy. And I thought to myself, like, wow, these guys are awesome. And they totally get it. And they're just, like, right up my alley of the type of people that I wanna connect with. like, If ever I were to meet other podcasters, that's the energy like I wanna to bring to the table. So in the future, if I were to like ever collaborate, they would be types of people or the types of people that I would collaborate with. And so I thought it was awesome that they stumbled upon my page, got really excited. And I was like, you know what? Cool, I'm gonna listen to more episodes. But then life happens, I got busy didn't listen to more episodes, but they post and, you know, like, obviously, each of the the hosts, they post whenever they have something that they want to share. And one of them posted something that was a topic that I know all too well. And I decided to comment on it and just kind of share my appreciation of a vulnerable moment on a topic that's not frequently talked about you know and so I commented on it shared my appreciation for the the short video and shared like a little bit like a short two sentence like I've experienced that too through this this and this and I'm so glad that You know, there's somebody out there who can say that they've experienced it too and be vulnerable, blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. So I shared that, commented that. And then one of them um, ended up liking the comment from their personal page as well. Now, here's the thing. I'm a girl. I'm a female. I'm a woman. And when you... To me, I'm going to explain my thought process, because this may not be everybody's thought process, but is it is a more common thought process than we think. So in my thought process, this person took a couple of extra minutes to sign on to their personal page and like the comment. And I was like, all right, they wanted to give it a personal touch. That's awesome. That's great. I like that. Cool. And at the same time, I'm like, well, why? Why was it so important to give personal touch? Like, I don't get it. Cue the overthinking. Cue the drama. Cue the poke the bear. So I have this thing. And it's a bad habit, and it's something that I used to do, is when I needed to know something, and I was, like, insistent on finding answers because it would either like trigger me or intrigue me, I would do what I call poke the bear. So I was like, all right, I need to know like what, like why the personal touch. So I decided to click follow on the personal page and I went back to work. And then when I went on my next break, I saw that I had a follow back and I'm like, all right, what's going on here? Like, I was like, your move, God, like, what are you trying to tell me? What are we doing here? Is this a game? Is this some back and forth? Like, am I supposed to continue to make moves? Like, where is this interaction leading to? Nothing could ever be a simple interaction. You know, there's, for many of us, there has to be a meaning behind it. This is the mind of an overthinker, that there can't just be a simple action. There's gotta be deeper meaning. And a lot of the times there isn't one. But when you're an overthinker, this is what you do and this is what you you tend to just spiral into like, well, what's the deeper meaning behind it? Sometimes it could just be a surface thing. It could be something as simple as again, a follow and a follow back. But no, I'm over here like, well where's this going? What is this interaction? Are we like being coy? And so now I need to know. But I decided to try and control my overthinking thoughts. And I left it alone. And I was like, it's just a simple interaction. Again, some people just want to provide a personal touch. You know, it's not just about you know, like the fan base, like some people really do just want to say like, hey, I'm a person too. Um, and I appreciate the, the action of reaching out. It could literally be as simple as that. I know I would. So I went to sleep that night. Totally a okay. Not really. Because then the thoughts start flooding. Well, what if this is an opportunity? What if you know, like you really do start a conversation or what if he really did want to follow you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, effort. not to mention, we were in the middle of the Lionsgate portal and we were coming up on the last day. Like yesterday was the last day of Lionsgate. So for me, it was also this thing of like now or never. Like if you want to call something into your life, call it in now. It's the last day for you to take drastic action and see the reward. Like it's the last day to take risk to see the reward come through. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna risk it for the biscuit. I'm gonna send them a message on their personal. And I did, and I sent my message. And it was again, the intention was twofold a small part of the intention was poking the bear because I just cannot let things be a simple interaction. Like for me, it doesn't work that way. There has to be a deeper meaning behind it. At least that's how it is when like my anxiety takes control basically. And it happens every once in a while. I'm not perfect. There are days where I'm good. And lately I've been really good, but the past couple of weeks have been so stressful that there's just a million and one thoughts on my mind and this situation happened in a time where I was already stressed out about a lot of things. So the last thing I needed was to overthink a situation, but here I am. So I sent a message and again, this is me poking the bear, not expecting anything back, but I got something back anyway. And it was a very nice message and it was very sweet. And I'm over here like, all right, now what? So, of course, I'm, like, at work and I'm trying to send these messages and I'm trying to, like, start a conversation but not start a conversation because, again, I'm at work. And then here, cue the self-judgment. I literally was honest. And I said, I was nervous about sending a message because I thought it was weird. You know, I'm, I was like, I honestly just had a moment of self-judgment and I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. Like, why would you send somebody a message that you don't even know, especially on like something that was so vulnerable. And he totally was reassuring that it's not weird at all. And to never worry about how he's going to react because he's a laid back person and he doesn't react that way. And I'm like, what the hell? Who are you? So this literally sent me into a downward spiral. And here's why. So you guys know about my mentorship. Um you know, that I've been working with my mentor on a program that I've been a part of for like the last three months, I want to say, I think we started in May. And this month is the last month. And we had set for ourselves a list of goals that we wanted to achieve by the end of this program. And she had given us like the circle of life kind of exercise where there's like eight different categories in the pie of life. Like there's social, there's career, there's purpose, there's spirituality, there's uh, physical health, there's money, uh, love and romance was another category. So when I ranked all my categories, love and romance was down at the bottom. And I was okay with it being down at the bottom. I've been single for the last four years. I've been working on finding myself. I've been working on overcoming like my anxieties, overcoming my triggers, overcoming my fears and doubts and in the last 4 months I have done more for myself than I ever thought possible between starting this podcast, between moving into branding that fits me and just really like healing so much. This podcast has been healing on so many levels that Between the program and my podcast, the work that I've done in four months outweighs anything that I could have ever done in the last four years. But love and money, I mean, I'm sorry, love and romance was at the bottom of the list. But because the whole program was about shifting your the slices, you know, shifting the categories, I still had to Kind of pick a number that I wanted to see it grow to, or, you know, I kind of had to set an intention. And the hardest part about setting an intention for love and romance is that you kind of have to know the type of person that you want to call into your life. And that's the thing that I didn't know. How can you call someone into your life when you're still discovering who you are? And so it took me a while to figure out the type of person that I wanted. And you go through the superficial stuff, right? Like you go through, oh, I want somebody to be kind. I want somebody who's compassionate. I want somebody who's honest and trustworthy. I want somebody who can talk about their emotions. Like you go through all of those things and you think like you have this list of qualities that you want. a person and you think, this is perfect. This is my guy. But it doesn't quite paint the picture, at least not in the spiritual world. You can ask for all of that, but the universe wants more. God wants more. God wants to know, okay, that's great. But what is this person going to do for you? How is this person going to make you feel? How is this person going to improve your life? And those are the things that we don't think about when we're sitting here creating a checklist. So at the end of this like process, of this whole thought process, we had a ritual that we called the line in the sand. And it was the moment when things were going to shift for us, where we made a decision to choose that life that we envisioned. We were no longer living in our past and living in our present stuckness. We were moving towards our future. And so that everything we did going forward was going to be about creating that future. And I had set the intention of the type of person that I wanted. And I finally figured it out for myself. And what I want is someone who is a reflection of my highest self. And here's why that's important. When people talk about relationships, especially in spirituality, they tell you that a lot of the relationships that you have are a reflection of what you are going through or who you are in that present time. So like if you need healing, you're going to find somebody who is a reflection of that thing that needs healing. Or you may find somebody who has healed that but is still going through the journey. Uh, You could find somebody that's a couple of steps ahead of you in that journey. You can find somebody that's a couple of steps behind you in that journey. But no matter what, the relationship is somehow going to reflect that thing that either needs healing or that the thing that you're going through or who you are in that present time. And I don't want to call in a relationship of who I am in my present time because I am still evolving. And granted, now I am the best I've ever been. I am like, this is like the most honest I've been with people. This is the most I've trusted people in a long time. This is the most vulnerable I have been. And so, yeah, I love where I am now. I love who I'm becoming now. I love who I'm stepping into now. But I wanted to be sure that the person that I'm going to call into in my life is not a reflection of where I am, but a, re- a reflection of that highest version of me, that best, most authentic, most vulnerable, most raw, most real version of me. They are going to be like a reflection of me ascended. And that's what I wanted, but I didn't think it was going to happen because again, it was at the bottom of my list. And also the person that I had picked to embody that image was a celebrity, like, because you kind of have to, when you're doing like an, an vision or a vision board, you kind of have to choose somebody who's going to embody that. And so I chose somebody who was like a semi-celebrity who, from what I've seen on their social media account, they embody those qualities, which is why I chose them. And the universe and God in the universe will tell you anything is possible because it is. So who's to say that I couldn't end up with that person if I truly believed, right? Um, You believe it, you receive it. Ask, believe, receive. So is it possible? 100%. Is it probable? It's less likely. You know, like, yes, it's possible, but the probability of me meeting that person, odds aren't very high in my favor. So this person that showed up, you know, one of the hosts of this podcast duo that showed up is a reflection of my higher self. And I was like, great, this is evidence. This is evidence that what I want, wants me to. This is evidence that I can call in that type of person. This is evidence that I'm on my way to having something that was at the bottom of my list. And then I was like, wait, was that my opportunity? Did I just miss it? Did I just fuck it up? Did I just like throw it away by not, acknowledging it to the universe and cutting the conversation short and so I panicked I panicked because I was like oh my god I missed a chance at something great or I missed a chance at something that could have been great and then on top of that not only did I panic because I missed the opportunity I was like but why did I miss the opportunity like did he not see me did he not see my intention did he not see my vulnerability was I not cute enough for him was I not pretty enough for him like one million thoughts a minute and in two minutes 20 minutes I completely derailed like derailed that work that I had done around love and moment, uh, love and romance, or at least that's what I felt like I did. I felt like I derailed it. And so I went to my group for support and I got crickets like I told them about the first part where I had sent the message and they were like, oh my God, that's so courageous. Like, yay. That was so awesome. That was so brave. Like you're you're telling God that yes, you want this. You're calling this in. So awesome. And then I told them, guys, I'm panicking. I am freaking out because I was not expecting this to land on my doorstep. I wasn't expecting Evidence to be present so soon. I wasn't even expecting this to be a factor. And I'm panicking because I'm feeling like I'm not worthy. I'm feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm still overweight. I'm still working on my physical health and I'm not where I want to be. And not only that, I still have a hard time with certain areas of trust. And I'm like, how can I expect someone to see me? when I haven't fully seen myself, yes, I'm like 90% there, but there's still that 10% that still has feelings of unworthiness. There's still that 10% that still has feelings of doubt and fear. And, and there's still that 10% that wants that better body. And so I literally convinced myself that I was not good enough, that I was not pretty enough, that he didn't notice me, and that as quickly as the evidence landed, it disappeared. And that's what I sat with all day yesterday. And like I said, my group, and I don't want anybody to think that they were not helpful. This past month has been so huge for all of us. Like we have not only expanded individually, but we've expanded as a group and we have each witnessed each other's expansion. And after a while, when you have like five or 10 people in a group and everybody's growing individually and still trying to witness and hold space for the others, it does get to be a little bit tiring after a while. And you have to take a break and you have to rest and recharge and you have to sit within your own energy again. So a bunch of us were in this pivotal moment where we were all expanding and we were all experiencing expansion and growth and evolving into the next level of ourselves at the same time. So it was hard to hold space for each other. And so I literally felt like I was dealing with this alone. And I felt like I was drowning in my emotions and drowning in my fear and doubt and drowning in the feeling that I did not make an impression. And that was that. I was like, all right, great. Well, now I'm just back to being another fan. Like, what are the chances that? he would ever like reach out or even listen to an episode of my podcast. Like he doesn't have to. And I was like, it could just be, there's another fan. Cool, we got another follower. Yay. Do I honestly believe that? No, because the very short interaction that we had, he definitely seemed like a genuine guy. But did I beat myself down into the ground because I felt like I had not made the impression that I wanted to make? Because I felt like he didn't see what I wanted him to see. Yeah. So then I had to ask myself, what did you want him to see? Why was it important that he sees it? And I had to take it back within myself. And. The thing is. I do want the companionship and that's why it was so important. And I, I, it brought me back to the girl meets world episode because in that episode, one of the characters said that one of the most important parts of any relationship, whether it's friendship, whether it's between coworkers, whether it's um, an actual significant other relationship is conversation. Because conversation builds trust, and it builds connection, and it builds, you know, like that that space for people to just feel safe and comfortable. It all starts with conversation. And I wanted nothing more than to have a conversation with that person. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted a conversation, and I wanted to get to know that person. But I also need male presence in my life my group is is women my 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 group that i'm in this mentorship program that i'm in is women most of my friends are women in fact i don't have too many guy friends left and when i heard their podcast it was the same things that i was talking about but like in a male perspective. And so, yeah, it was something that I desired and something that I wanted. And I just realized I'm coming up on 30 minutes and I still have a few more things to talk about. So I'm going to take a really short break. All right. Welcome back to the Motivation Burrito. So basically... On my web browser, when I'm doing the recording from my web browser, I can only record up to like 30 minutes at a time. And today I decided to turn off like the breaks option, which is usually um, where I keep my sponsor option in between like the breaks that I take. Um, But because I haven't had any sponsors yet, I felt like it just made no sense to keep the sponsor option in there. So my original intention was to record straight through, but I didn't realize that I have a 30 minute capacity at a time. So that kind of like sucks. Um, So yeah, so I just took a pause. So as I was saying, it was this desire for having male presence in my life. And when I listened to, The podcast, their podcast. It was like all the things that were on my mind, all the things that I was saying, all the things that I've talked about, just being reflected back to me from a male's perspective. And I'm like, I need this in my life. So, now, granted, they've been doing their podcast way longer than I have, just so you know. Um, But still, like, to know that there are people out there who are like minded and who share experiences that you sh- you know that you share from obviously a different perspective is just like it's so gratifying and it it just affirms that my purpose is still needed there is no one like right way to share an experience around a certain topic like for example they had um an episode about relationships, and I've talked about relationships, but I can provide additional insight that they didn't talk about, you know, like there were a couple of things that I have talked about on my episode that I didn't hear them talk about in theirs. So I'm like, oh, that would have been a great thing, like, you know, a collaborative effort to kind of expand that topic a little more. So again, it was about the fact that here I am, you know, like following this podcast that I actually do enjoy and that I admire and I appreciate it. And so that's why I had originally reached out. The original intention was to show the appreciation, was to compliment them, to encourage them to keep posting videos and content around those topics, because those are things that I talk about and they're also things that I like to hear about. So yeah, so that's basically the whole happenings that led to where I am today. And I decided to pick up this book that my boss recommended called The Garden. And in that book, we had talked about well, my boss and I had talked about the fact that one of the things that I experience constantly is self-doubt. And he recommended the book because there is a, t- like a section that talks about doubt. And it talks about um, specifically how doubt is one of the five D's that keeps you from living in your truth that keeps you from living in your expression and living in joy and and peace and happiness. And doubt often stems from the lies that we tell ourselves, right? And so the lies that I told myself in this situation was that I wasn't good enough or that he wasn't going to see me or that he wasn't going to get the intention behind my message or that I wasn't going to be pretty enough For him to notice or that my podcast wasn't good enough so i basically fed myself a whole bunch of lies to create doubt and the book continues to follow along like with the other d's like it was distort and discourage um that's why i still have the book like right next to me so let's see So the five D's are doubt, distort, discourage, distract, and divide. Those are the things that he talks about. And it's also kind of spiritual book because he talks about the five D's as a means of our connection with God and with spirit and with trust, right? So like if we trust in God and we trust in the universe, then we can defeat these five D's. And I've talked about a couple of other D's on one of my other episodes. It was very similar to this concept, which is why this book just came at perfect timing. Because I'm like, oh, this is stuff that I've talked about. This is stuff that I know about. And yet I needed that reminder that no matter how many times you fight your way through it, and no matter how many times you grow and evolve, the lies get bigger, or the lies get harder to, to, you know, to kind of like bypass, not bypass. I don't want to say bypass. I hate the word bypass. It gets harder to fight the lies that you tell yourself. So I call this the devil's playground, right? Because it's literally the place where all of these things are trying to influence you. And all of these things are trying to convince you that you're just not good enough. They're trying to keep you at this lower energy, this lower level of being instead of this higher consciousness. And so I found myself in a place where I found myself in this place where I was feeding myself the lies, where I was letting it distort my truth, where I was letting it discourage me and where I was letting it keep me from expressing what I wanted to express. And you're probably still wondering like, why did I make a big deal over like that guy in that situation? Well, he was attractive, okay? Like, let's be honest. And (laughs) if he listens to this podcast, um, I'm probably screwed. But at the same time, we're here for honesty, right? So, yeah, I found him attractive. I found him very attractive. And, again, I found the content just hitting, like, right at home. Like, I just resonated with it. I connected with it. I saw, again, those qualities of my higher self in him. him. And... So, yeah, I wanted the conversation. But here's the thing. I still need to try to work on my trust. And there was one thing that he said to me in the message that he's, he responded back. And he said that we're the wounded healers, but that the world needs us because, you know, we've been through it or something to that extent. But he called us the wounded healers. And I thought that was just so amazing because I was like, I love that. I love that he's in tune with that. I love that he's aware of that. So it was just amazing. And, but that's the thing. This is a part of me that I still need to heal. Because it's still hard for me to trust men. And it's still like, yeah, now I trust my sisters in that group. Now I trust my mentor. Now I trust a lot more people. But there are still certain people that I have not built that trust with. And what scared me was the possibility of trusting him or anyone for that matter. Because it could have been the next guy too. It could be two guys more that come into my life. And I still freak out in this way because I have that fear of building that trust, of being, you know, like super honest um, or super vulnerable, I should say. Honesty is the easy part. The vulnerability is the hard part and the openness. But here's the thing. When you build trust, right, the space is safe. And I think what scared me the most is that in one message, when I told him that I was nervous because, again, self-judgment, and I thought I was being weird, he was like, it's not weird at all. And I appreciate it. And you don't ever have to worry about how I'm going to react. In that moment alone, he made it safe for me to be myself. He assured me that my 20 seconds of courage was just like fine, you know? Like I had nothing to be afraid of. So all of that just created this feeling of like, holy shit, like I could trust this dude. Or like he's creating a safe space, which would in turn eventually breed trust. And so I just future tripped so hard is basically what happened. But anyway, um, yeah, it's crazy how a set of lies, a series of lies that we tell ourselves can distort the situation and distract us from the moment from the blessing, from the evidence, from the opportunity that was given to us. And that's literally what happened in that moment. And so all I could do is that is trust that a new opportunity would come, or maybe even a second chance would come. But at this point, I just gotta trust God in the universe and just see what happens from there. So, if you ever find yourself in the Delta's playground, just know that there is a way out. And even if you're not one to believe in God or be as spiritual, the one thing that I want to leave you with, the one thing that is like, adaptable and the one thing that is certain um, is that you can tell yourself the truth between the lies. So for every lie that you tell yourself, there's a truth behind it and you just have to find what that truth is. So whenever you're feeling like you're not worthy, the truth is you're beyond worthy. Whenever you feel like you're unseen, there are people that see you whenever you feel like you're not loved you're so loved it's just a matter of reminding yourself of the people that love you so that's what i wanted to leave you with out of all of this and so over the next couple of hours i am going to be finding the truth to combat the lies that i've convinced myself and So yeah, Um, that's all I got for you guys today. This has been another episode of the Motivation Burrito and I am your host, Melissa. You can catch us on Facebook at the Motivation Burrito Podcast. And um, yeah, have a great weekend, everybody. I promise I will be back and better on Tuesday. So I will see you all then.